there's a tendency for NFs to, you know, because they drink so much, they have high expectations from people and then they get hurt mm -hmm. because they didn't really prepare for a more realistic input, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. I just yeah. want to give them a hug. Let's talk about the temperaments of um, each personality group and what their weaknesses and strengths are. Okay, so um, this is a theory that was introduced by um, David Kersey. He describes these four groups, um, and basically out of the 16 types, there's four, four types in every group. We've got idealists, so these are the NF types. Um, INFJ, ENFJ, INFB, and ENFB. These are the people that are more the most concerned with humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, they tend to be quite idealistic. They tend to be very focused on seeing potential in other people and inspiring change. That's why you'll often find them either like working as teachers, psychologists, coaches, counselors, trainers, whatever, because they are Vegan. so concerned with humanity. Vegans, <laughs> hipster hippies. I mean, mm -hmm. um, they can be really into that and. Well, their weakness lies in the fact that they tend to be a little bit dreamy, mm -hmm. um, especially if they don't work on that. And that can actually make them um, have this really like <laughs> big slaps in the face from life because they're not paying attention to what's going on. Aww. They're being a bit too, you know, dreamy and poetic. Yeah. And reality is not always that nice. The artist types. They're usually like uh, the artist types, would you say? Yeah, it, it could be artists mm -hmm. or just humanitarians in mm -hmm. general, focused on this human potential and abstract ideas and emotions as well. Um, then we've got the end. Yes. Sorry, those are those are the ones that just life seems to be really hard on. <laughs> yeah, um, I could see why because there's a tendency for NFs to you know because they dream so much they have high expectations from people and then they get hurt mm -hmm. because they didn't really prepare for a more realistic input. Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, I just yeah. want to give them a hug. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be okay. And what, yeah, what's the hopefully. next group? Mm -hmm. Then we've got NTs, intellectuals mm -hmm. or rationals. Um, these are the people who are very likely to be interested in changing systems. They're also abstract in their thinking because they're intuitives, but they like understanding things from a more rational science-based approach. Um, they like understanding how things work and changing systems, improving systems. That's why a lot of, you know, inventors were part of this group. They're not very uh, frequent in the population. It, idealists are not either, but they tend to make quite important, like, changes in the scientific world as well. Mm -hmm. um, and their weaknesses might lie in the fact that because they get so caught up in their heads, they might forget to, like, connect emotionally or, again, be, like, in the present, in the real world. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then we've got artisans, SP types, sensing and perceiving. Mm -hmm. These are people that are very good with their hands, as mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, people who are very practical. Um, they tend to be artists as well, but more in the sense of like craftspeople. Mm -hmm. um, very good with like tools, um, objects of any sort, um, very utilitarian in their approach. They like to know how things work, why they're useful and what they can do with them. So they're much more um, concrete in nature. They like focusing on facts, on like concrete things rather than getting lost in ideas. They get annoyed when you talk about too many abstract things. Those are the handymans. Yeah, they tend to be um, falling into that category, yes. Mm -hmm. What's the last one? So then we've got SJs, the guardians. Mm -hmm. They are um, people who are very good, as I said, with um, rules, traditions, 
things that are well established, they tend to like support society because they are the biggest group by, um, you know, doing the things that need to be done, taking care that responsibilities are being checked off a list and protecting and nourishing things that, um, you know, culturally we might care about. Right. Mm-hmm. Does ego have anything to do with your personality type? Like, would you be able to say that some personality types are more prevalent to having like larger egos than the others? You mean ego in the sense of being proud in an unhealthy way? In an unhealthy way. Like, like, has there ever been a study to say, like, we've done a study on, like, narcissists and they happen to be mostly this and this type? I don't think there um, is anything like that. But one thing that I have noticed is that, you know, in terms of archetypes, thinking types, uh, especially uh, extroverted thinking types, tend to be more masculine mm-hmm. as, as an energy, right? And toxic masculinity is associated with like narcissism and this like very charming um, approach. So maybe in that way, you could see it um, occurring more frequently. But I wouldn't um, say that this is a scientific fact. It's just a personal observation. Um, yeah. Because I don't think there's any studies about it so far. What's Trump's personality type? Ah, ESTP or ENTJ. It's, it's a really big debate. I'm leaning more towards ESTP. Same. But a lot of people think ENTJ as well. No, he's like, yes, TP. Steer clear. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Okay, so I think I asked all my questions. And um, I just kind of like want to give you a few minutes to just talk about anything in the realm of all of your studies related to psychology and personality type. Anything that you personally have gotten um, a lot of questions about. Anything that you personally find extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think the Enneagram is very like useful because in terms of actual growth, if we are to look at ourselves and say, okay, I want to evolve as a person, um, it shows us much more about the painful spots than MBTI does. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is that, well, (laughs) we're not, um, like Enneagram describes the things that hurt us, the parts of ourselves that have been wounded in the past and things that can kind of shape a certain coping mechanism. So let's take an example. I'm an Enneagram too. This is the helper or the giver. Um, And the the core mechanism that this type was created on was that, well, I need to help other people. I need to put other people first. I need to prioritize their needs. And then comes the ugly part (laughs) because otherwise I won't receive love myself. I won't Mm -hmm. receive appreciation myself. So when you realize this, you're like, well, oops, (laughs) it's not a very, you know, nice part about myself. But it's also an amazing way to say, well, okay, this is the little child in me that was hurt. But the child is now an adult and it can distinguish between the things that are useful in day-to-day life and the things that are just wounds from the past. And this applies to all nine types. Um, it's a very like sensitive place to, to talk about yourself, whereas MBTI is more of a rational way to understand yeah. yourself. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm so much more into Myers-Briggs because I remember I took Enneagram years ago mm-hmm. and like I remember I, I took it super quickly and so the answer it gave me, I was like, I don't even know if this is correct and I read it and I remember it like kind of shocked me. I was like, oh, I was not ready for that and I just like closed it and did not open it <laughs> for a while and then the other day I was like, I should probably take Enneagram and just see how it goes hand in hand with Myers-Briggs because I'm pretty sure that they have um similarities so like your enneagram mm-hmm. two goes perfectly well with infj 
Yeah, it goes well with FJs in general. Right. It's very common among FJs, yeah. Right, so I'll take my Enneagram and I'll see <laughs> if it's scary. Because, yeah, what you're saying is kind of like, yeah, it opens your eyes into like this whole mm -hmm. part that you're like, oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, can you tell us a little also about the shadow and like shadow work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the shadow in itself, the way I like to say it is that, well, every human is a forest, right? And the forest is dark. You turn the light on somewhere and there's a little part of the forest that is um, lit up. And that's your ego. That's your type, INFJ or ENFP. It's the part that you are aware of, the first four cognitive functions. But everything else that is possible to have is still in yourself. And that's the dark part. It's your shadow. It's everything that you're not consciously accessing in yourself. So in terms of cognitive functions, these would be the other four. Let's say that if you're an INFJ, you've got... Um, the, the other four, extroverted intuition, introverted feeling, and the so on. The things that you don't have, you're saying? Well, you do have them, but you're just not consciously aware. You cannot consciously access those functions. Mm -hmm. um, they are like potent, they are there, but it's very difficult for you to say, well, now I'm accessing this function and I'm using it because it doesn't work like that. Can At you least... give an example? Mm, so let's say, let's take ENTJ, like you said earlier. Um, they have introverted sensing as their seventh function, so their blind spot function. So for an um, ENTJ, it will be very difficult to do the work of an SI. It will be very difficult for them to say, well, this is how the past unfolds, this is how I connect to the past, and this is how I connect to anything related to memory, tradition, uh, things that I have learned before. They might do it, but they will mimic it from the usage of other functions. Oh my god, this is so true. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Do you know someone close yes. as an ENTJ? Yes. Okay. Um, my boyfriend is an ENTJ and he just has okay. the most terrible memory ever. Like we <laughs> will talk about something and not even days later, like in that same day, which this is like <laughs> such a female thing to say, like he does not remember it at all. And I remember right. it word for word. I remember where we had that conversation. I kind of <laughs> remember what we were wearing while we were having that conversation, even if it's from months ago. And he will literally not remember what we talked about like 10 minutes ago. And once I start talking about it, he just like mimics the same things as I said and like puts it in his own mouth. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> You're That's copying cool, yeah. me. <laughs> so yeah, what you're saying rings very true. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we can all do everything. We all have the ability to do anything, but some things will be extremely difficult. Um, that's what this theory is all about. So we all have everything inside of us. I like to think as people being connected to each other, kind of like trees in a forest, you know, with the roots. But we can communicate with the darkness in a fuzzy, weird way. And it's not always easy. Right. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, how much more time do we have, Kyle? Okay. All right. Well, I enjoy these conversations so much. I can just go on and on asking you so many questions and just never ending this episode. But <laughs> we do have to end it at some point. And thank you so much for showing today and thank teaching you. us so much. Thank you very much. It was really nice talking to you because anytime, you know, someone asks me questions about this, I get very excited. So yeah. thank you a lot for right. being like, open to that. We like talking about it so much. It's like, honestly, the one thing I will not shut up about. I know. <laughs> me as well. Everyone has gotten annoyed at me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find you? 
Okay, so um, I have a YouTube channel and an Instagram page that is associated with it. It's about MBTI and Enneagram. It's called INF Jinxed. Um, and I also have my own business uh, called Better Speech Coach. You can find us at betterspeechcoach.com. Uh, we teach public speaking and communication training, and I also work as a one-on-one -on -one coach. So if you want to, you know, work on yourself from various different perspectives, I'm yeah. here to help. Love that. Thank you so much, Tio. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Shake it up, stop when the clock gets 13. You've been working, but you're flirting with the weekend. You can freak out.